0: A reading from Paul's letter to the Philippians. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding... Will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Be to
1: God. The Holy Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ according to you. Glory, Glory to you, Lord Christ. John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, "You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come?" Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Crowds asked him, What then should we do? In well, reply, he said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none, and whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Soldiers also asked him, and we, what should we do? He said to them, Do not exhort extort money from anyone by threats or false accusations, and be satisfied with your wages. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah. John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong in his hand. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, to clear his threshing floor and to gather up the wheat into his granary, But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
0: Come, O come, Emmanuel, God with us. O come, thou dayspring, from on high, and cheer us by thy drawing nigh. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadow put to flight. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Today is the third Sunday of Advent. And every year, the third Sunday of Advent has a theme of joy and rejoicing. Christmas is coming. On the third Sunday of Advent, we rejoice that we've entered the home stretch. And we are approaching Christmas. And so it is a day of joy. But the news this week... In Oregon, and the news, especially out of Newtown, Connecticut, is a painful contrast to this theme of joy and rejoicing. On the third Sunday of Advent, we light the pink candle on the Advent wreath, which represents the joy of this day. I noticed its flame is a little low today compared to the other candles. It is lit, but it's burning a little low, which somehow seems appropriate. Because today, instead of being a candle representing our joy, it burns as a vigil candle for the dead. How do we rejoice in the face of the unthinkable and the unbearable? Can we speak of joy... When we are crying out, "Why, O oh Lord, why?" And I must confess that I feel at a bit of a loss this morning in the face of such devastation and tragedy. And perhaps the events of this week make this morning's readings even more poignant. I don't know about you, but I certainly need the peace of God to guard my heart and my mind right now. Paul tells us, don't worry about anything. Pray about everything. It seems rather superficial advice in the face of the tragedies of this week. But Paul wrote this letter from prison. He knew worry. The challenge of a tragedy is to not become consumed by fear. Our faith in the risen Christ is about overcoming violence. I saw a quote from the Dalai Lama the other day who said, Losing hope is the real disaster. And we do, as a people, need to hear the voice of John the Baptist calling us to some self examination, to separate the chaff from the wheat, to clear out the chaff of indifference, and the chaff of putting individual liberty above all else. We are called in the gospel to bear fruits worthy of repentance. Repentance always calls us to action, not just sorrow. To repent is to act. Now, there are no easy answers in these situations. But as Christians, and as a nation, we must do something about gun control and access to assault weapons and the kinds of semi-automatic weapons used in these killings. How easy they are to obtain and who can obtain them. 20 children killed with weapons that almost anyone can buy at a Walmart or a local sporting goods store. As someone noted, it is harder to adopt a pet than it is to purchase semi-automatic and assault weapons in this country. And I'm not talking about all guns, but certain types of guns. And I believe the gun culture in our country is about money and fear, not about safety. And as we have seen, it is certainly harder to get mental health care than it is to acquire a gun. How can we become advocates for mental health care? How can each of us work to end the stigma around mental health that isolates and marginalizes so many people? In my own family, there is a long history of panic and anxiety disorder. And at one point in my young adult life, I was suffering from such severe panic attacks that my doctor actually admitted me to a hospital for one day to uh, begin treatment. And the shame that I felt is hard to describe. And my doctor wanted me to take some medication to address the panic and anxiety disorder And I did not want to take it, because I didn't want to be the kind of person that needed medication to be able to function. And my doctor said to me, if you were a diabetic, you wouldn't have a problem taking insulin. This is effectively the same thing. And I was able to work through that period of my life because I had a support network. I had people who cared for me and recognized what was going on and helped reach out to make sure that I received the care that I needed. Yet so many people do not receive that. So many people are shunned as if their illness is somehow contagious. In the gospel, people ask John the Baptist, what should we do? What should we do? John's answer in all the different scenarios where he's asked in the gospel is pretty straightforward. Do right by other people. Don't function solely out of self-gain. Do right by other people. Paul tells us, let your gentleness be known. Be gentle with each other. Can we become a more gentle nation? And always remember that we do not mourn in lonely exile. We mourn together. Let us, all of us, bear fruit worthy of repentance and with hope call on our God. O come, thou dayspring from on high, and cheer us by thy drawing nigh. Disperse the gloomy clouds of night, and death's dark shadow put to flight.